0: friends this is owning her seat a podcast representing women who break through glass ceilings in entrepreneurship culinary and hospitality here with me today is ashley Savarni, a public relations manager at the four seasons to talk about travel and hotel trends during a period of time when so many of us are missing our wanderlust ashley thank you so much for joining me today Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm thrilled. So, Ashley, tell me, what exactly do you do? So, I am the PR
1: manager at Four Seasons Hotel Atlanta, so it's my job to work with the... Journalists, reporters, and also social media influencers to help us portray our
0: brand. So, how exactly did you get into this role?
1: Well, to, I got into this role. I just happened to move to Atlanta during the pandemic, of course. During you know, crazy COVID pivot. What a time to move! But it was for the best. This job happened to open up in the middle of the pandemic, which was it's like a unicorn job. Hotel, luxury, incredible global brand was hiring
0: a PR manager. What? Um, So I went for it and fortunately it worked out and really I just couldn't be happier here. Okay, so here we go. I'm a social media influencer. We have worked together on several collaborations. What advice would you give influencers who want to work with major brands like the Four Seasons? Like, oh my God, I I want to stay at the Four Seasons and all that fun jazz. What advice would you give influencers?
1: I think one of the most important things is to really reflect upon yourself and the own messaging that you're putting out there and see if it aligns with the brand. Mm. Look at your photography that you are posting, that you're sharing, what type of storylines are you stating and and, and what's getting the most engagement. Then compare yourself to the same type of content that the brand that you're hoping to work with is putting out there. Do your photos align? Do they seem to have a certain aesthetic? Does yours fit with them? Does your storyline seem to cover the same type of topics? that the brand is going after? If not, then as much as you think you are the best influencer and you have the highest engagement rate and maybe you have a million followers or more, if you don't align with that brand, they're likely going to decline the opportunity respectfully. I can't tell you how many times I get (laughs) Messages.
0: You get a lot of messages, okay? Goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> I really do. Minimum five daily. On your worst day, no. you're getting five messages. Oh, no, that's an easy day. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's an easy day. Okay.
1: Yeah, our, our DMs are. Full. And I respect them. I really do. Shoot your shot. If you don't ask, you know, there's it's no opportunity. Enough. Of course. However, it's really interesting to see influencers who are trying to be a part of multiple different topics, everyday living, someone who's into fitness, someone who's into food and beverage, whoever it may be. Does it align with what we are also trying to communicate and what we're trying to convey? Because if not... You know, you got to pick and choose. If you're gonna be talking about all things freebie, found this freebie, Bogo, and then you're also trying to align yourself with a luxury brand,
0: it might not be. The I brand. know it doesn't, because the Four Seasons is not free, because I've paid out of my own pocket, and nothing is free about the Four Seasons. Okay. It. <laughs> Okay, we're talking $17 avocado toast here. I literally spent $43 for breakfast, okay? By myself. Because I wanted the crab topping. And it's a delicious breakfast. It's worth it. It really is. But it doesn't go with bonga.
1: You know, so you gotta, you know, you just have to, you have to reflect upon yourself
0: and your own messaging and really, really consider if you're the right fit. You're a mom. I am. You're a wife, and you have a career. How do you balance it all? <laughs>
1: So, first and foremost, I don't think anyone is perfect. I think that all we can do is be our best For and sure. be present in those moments. I have two little boys. I had two under two with the diapers. I Jesus, be a fence. Oh, it was a great time. <laughs> but really, my husband and I working as a legitimate team. Him being a true parent as much as I am. Not a dad who babysits. Oh, absolutely not. I will not put up with that. No, I know how. But there's that respect there, that mutual respect that we are both members of this family. It's up to us to both lead this household. Both of us work. Both of us have those obligations. And so we both need to also be parents. So when we are home, we are home. We are with our kids. We are giving them all the love that we can. We are face to face. We are interacting. We are going over the alphabet. We are singing Blue's Clues. We're singing along to the Wiggles. We're doing it all because we want to make sure that when our kids and as they grow up, they can look at both of us and say, yeah, mom and dad work hard to provide us with this really great life that we have, you know, hopefully that's what we aim for. And hey, as much as they do work and they do some really cool things, they always meet us first. They always were at T-ball, they were always at soccer, they were singing along with us. That to me is the most important thing when it comes to them and shaping who
0: they are. That's huge. Okay, so what was it like taking this amazing job, leaving your home state, with two kids and a husband in the middle of a pandemic.
1: It was terrifying, but at the same time, we knew it was the best thing to do. Why? How did did you know that? Because we we put family first. Yes. So in all honesty, I had an incredible job, probably one of the most envied jobs in all of Florida. I represented Palm Beach County, one of the most luxurious places to be in the world. Beautiful resorts, beautiful spas, beautiful restaurants. Beaches are incredible. I could go on and on. That was literally my job to do so, both seeing, overseeing the media relations and the social media. However, when the pandemic hit and daycares kind of went out the window, I didn't feel confident then also trying to hire a nanny to come in that I know who they were, where they're coming from. The pandemic in the beginning was really scary. Terrifying. We didn't have any family left in South Florida. Everyone pretty much left <gasps> us. Oh, my God. We were the only stayed. And so... My parents happen to live in Georgia. Dad moved up here for work about seven years ago. They said, hey, you guys now have the ability to work remotely. Why don't you come up? We'll watch the kids. You guys work remotely. That's what we did. I flew up almost one year ago and on March 13th. I flew up to Georgia thinking, I'll be here for one weekend.
0: It is Here we are, a year later.
1: later. <laughs> I, you know, after months of paying for a house, you know, paying your mortgage in your home, in a beautiful home, just sitting empty, we were like, you know what, we just have to go ahead and call a spade a spade. This is what life is doing. This is the direction of which we're supposed to go in. And we are believers, for better or for worse, everything happens for a reason. For sure. So we went with it. So it was all because of family. We made that shift. And I really think it was the right thing to do. And, and now I just see this as an amazing opportunity to be back with a global brand, with properties All around the world and I'm learning so much and that's the beauty of it as much as yes I had a very senior role before and I'm still in a senior role it's different and I have to approach it with humility for sure no matter what I'm always learning you have to always learn you have to always evolve and with this brand my goodness what better learning opportunity for someone in PR and
0: hospitality Well, we all know the PR game is not the easiest. What advice would you give someone who wants to get into the PR game?
1: Be humble. First and foremost, you have to be humble. I actually met someone who's in their early 20s the other day, and she was mentioning that. She didn't want to do the basic administrative work, which I get. I remember when I was first starting out, I thought I was gonna be Olivia Pope. Okay. Olivia Pope happened. I was ready for it after school. Yeah, I was ready after college. I was gonna take over the world with PR. I was gonna be that person, and I don't wanna do administrative stuff either. Like, I get it. I thought it was a waste of time, but I respected that you have to learn those foundational basics of building those reports, of handling the, the media desks, of reaching out. There's so much of that foundational stuff you just have to take the time to do to build yourself a solid foundation. Once you have that foundation, then you can go ahead and really, you earn it. You earn that opportunity to then start reaching out to the or to the other publicist or to represent actual clients. You have to know your ABCs first before you're writing mega press releases and representing brands on a global level. You just have
0: to do that. You have to pay your dues, people.
1: You have to pay your dues and you have to listen. Active listening is crucial, is crucial. People will come to you with problems when you're in PR. You're the person who has to find the solution. I did this, I need this. I need you to help me become famous, (laughs) okay? Well, tell me why. Tell me why you think you should be famous. And get it out of them. Once you actually learn someone's story and hear the bigger picture, hear where they come from, where they wanna go, what else happened, that's really when you as a person can again start putting those items into action. You have to listen first. Don't jump in with a solution before you hear the entire, entire
0: problem so we know right now mm-hmm. traveling is a very touchy subject right yeah. now especially with the pandemic mm-hmm. what would you tell people who are very nervous about traveling I, i've been at the four seasons twice since the pandemic and yeah. i have felt completely safe especially with the measures you guys have taken hand sanitizer on every single floor mandating masks. like it's That's just great. been you guys have done above and beyond what would you tell someone who's a little bit on the fence on traveling right now of course first and foremost do your research
1: make sure that if you're going to go somewhere you want to make sure you enjoy it so that means you need to feel comfortable for sure the four seasons atlanta as a or really as a brand four seasons we partnered with john johns hopkins and so wow. we have those that access to the experts who helped us develop our global program called lead with care that is what gave us the guidance to say, these are the things that you need to do in order to welcome people back safely, make them feel comfortable, but also keep your staff safe. And even a part of these guidelines, truly even after the vaccine, at least for a certain period of time, people are still gonna be required to wear their masks so that we can get through this all together. Again, we're heeding the guidance from the medical experts. So really, if you're someone who wants to go and travel, just make sure, do your research. Find out where you're going, what the brand is doing, what the hotel is doing specifically. Look at the reviews, see what people are saying. I monitor all of our reviews for the hotel. So I love seeing when people are going on TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and Yelp, and providing their authentic feedback saying, I felt incredibly safe because of all of the safety protocols that were put in place. And that makes us so happy, genuinely happy. We want to make sure that in order for us to be successful, we have to deliver a quality product. But my goodness,
0: truly, I flew a couple times during the pandemic, during the height of it, because I was moving. You, I, <laughs> business as usual. You didn't get a chance to like shut down. You still had, things. had to roll. You had to go. Had to roll, had to roll. And at least for me personally,
1: I've never felt more comfortable, and this is complete, like, truly personal. People were mindful, giving each other space in the airport, wearing their masks. There was more space because there were less people. So quite honestly, I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't have feet on my back of, you know, in the, in the plane. It was nice. It was really nice. So truly, you know, just get out there. Do it safely. Do what's right for you. No yeah. one knows what's safe for you except for you only you can make that decision so really just get out there but you gotta do it the
0: right way for sure so you know i love bar margo yes shout out to thandy <laughs> yes. shout out to chef erica hill she's amazing I, I just i love her i mean who doesn't love erica okay
1: chef erica she really she's just she's so talented and so passionate
0: she's so passionate so what exciting things do you guys have coming up with the hotel and bar margo
1: Ooh, the hotel and Bar Margot. So we do have a rooftop garden that we're going to be bringing back. Stop it. It was very popular a few years ago. Yes. And our newer culinary team, bless them, they all started just before the pandemic. Wow. So they really didn't get to come into their own fully because of that, but now they are. We're gonna bring back that garden terrace. And then also we're gonna have a really beautiful garden table event where we'll kick off this culinary series. Love that. So more to come on that, the exact details, but we will be kicking it off on
0: Earth Day. That's so exciting. We're really excited. What's the biggest difference that you've noticed working in Palm Springs versus working in Atlanta? Mm, So the
1: difference between Palm Beach, Florida and Atlanta, I would say, well, it's a here, it's very much of a city mentality. Yeah. And down there it was resort world. Luxu- like very one laid back chill. It was an upscale sophisticated but approachable luxury experience and I didn't know what that really meant until I experienced it there myself. Here luxury is every day and it's so chic. Mm-hmm. It's so well done. It really is but it's very much of that city vibe. So that's really the only difference. The people are all welcoming. The people here though in Atlanta, I have to say, are some of the kindest, most hospitable people I've ever met. Even though in Palm Beach we used to say, or they still say, Palm Beach is the the beginning of modern hospitality and there's a whole reason why. But my goodness, Southern hospitality here in Atlanta
0: certainly takes a cake, no question. Okay, so this is our dessert session, so. Yes. What is your favorite dessert to prepare and your favorite dessert to eat? So my favorite dessert to prepare is cheesecake. Really? Uh, it absolutely you is. You make a mean
1: cheesecake. I really do. Wow. I make a really great white chocolate raspberry. Yum. That's like my go-to. It really is. And I have to say I enjoy eating
0: it a lot, too.
1: There, I don't think there actually is a dessert that I don't enjoy. <laughs>
0: We've eaten together, okay? I c- yeah, I got to say, you know, and
1: really, thankfully, I've had such a great opportunity. I've, I've worked in hospitality for almost 20 years. Wow. So, yeah, it's a long time. But that, that, that has been the foundation of my entire career. Um, but, yeah, I've had the opportunity to work with so many amazing chefs, and I've been so spoiled working with these award-winning chefs and eating so, so, so well. So one day, I remember watching at one of our pastry chefs and thinking, you know, I can
0: try Yeah. I'm sure it's intimidating, especially because it's like, you know, I can cook, but I don't chef.
1: Uh, It's a major difference. About five years ago, I couldn't even, I was afraid to pick up a knife. Like I was, I was scared. I was worried. I was so intimidated, but it also gave me such appreciation and fascination for what chefs did. But, you know, thankfully, some Pinterest, some recipes. Thank like, God for Pinterest. Thank goodness. I tried it. And thank God for YouTube University. Certainly have some of those videos, too. Just be like, let me see what I could do here. Um, <laughs> I love it. And it changed my world.
0: <laughs> what's next for you? And then what's next for the Four Seasons? I
1: truly just hope to grow with Four Seasons. Yeah. There's so many opportunities. There's so many new properties that are opening up around the country right now. There's a Nashville location that is being built. There's one in Fort Lauderdale that's being built. There's rumors of one in Jacksonville that I saw some news articles about yesterday. Um, Who knows what's going to happen with that, per se. But I really do hope to just grow with the brand. I really do. I just think it's a wonderful... A wonderful company people there work with four seasons for 20 plus years
0: thank you so much ashley savarni for joining me this afternoon and thank you friends for tuning in until next time this is owning her seat